All right, it is now time for the head coach of America's team. It's the Mike McCarthy Show, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you every Friday at this time with Sean and RJ. And it was a birthday week for Coach McCarthy. He is a fellow Scorpio like me, RJ. What does that mean to you with the traits of a Scorpio? I believe in these things. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you the name of any sign or what day. I, sh- I know the name of the signs. I don't know the dates of any sign other than mine. Scorpios, supposed to be intense, full of passion, clever, can't be fooled so easily, mysterious and secretive in our ways, trust issues, can be highly suspicious mm, of everything. God, this is so accurate. And yeah. uh, we, you know, maybe lose our temper and it can get a little bit I, out of control. I don't know about this can't be fooled thing. <laughs> yeah, I work with your dumbass for ten years. Yeah, I, I fooled the hell out of you. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning, fellow Scorpion. <laughs> Good morning, Coach. Any of those traits apply to you? Do you think? Do you believe in that stuff at all? The horoscopes or the accuracy of of what you're supposed to be personality wise? No, I, I, I do believe. Um, I believe in the energy of the universe. Universe, and yeah, I, I think I can definitely relate to some of those characteristics. Now, would people, your friends? Look at you as more of a laid-back, chill guy, or a highly intense, you know, passionate person. Um, I would I would say uh, probably intense and passionate. Um, but I, I think it's just I think a lot of things too. It depends on what, what company you keep. You know, I, I think over the years, um, you look at your long-time relationships. Probably more laid-back. Uh, I think that's more in the comfort of family and friends. Yeah. And kids are supposed to mellow you, but I don't know if I've been mellowed at all. Still can oh, you have you know, trust me. Can, can can snap a little bit with with the temper, Coach. Obviously, uh, the big news recently: uh, Randy Gregory with the calf issue. Uh, where are you looking to turn with the pass rush here over these next three weeks? Uh, frankly, we're just you know taking a you know next man up approach, and uh, you know we'll. You know, I just think the timing of, of Randy's injury. You know, we re- really didn't want to um, change a whole lot. You know, we wanted to, we wanted to stay uh, as true to our plan as we possibly could. Uh, so, uh, you know, we got some young guys that are doing some good things, and uh, we'll just have a healthy rotation. You know, Dorrance is back. Uh, you know, obviously Micah has been working there some too. So uh, we're just going to go with a, just a little bit of a little different rotation based on playtime numbers. Uh, do you see a scenario for when he excels at the position, because he does because he's a lead at it, that Micah maybe more permanently at defensive end? That's that's my wish. That's my Santa. You know, Santa McCarthy. That'd be my wish for you. Really? Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think Mike is unique in the fact that he can play the open end and, you know, he's such an impact player. At the you know at the linebacker position, so um, you know I I don't really want to get away from lining him up at just in one spot. Uh, I think his versatility is a is a true asset to to our defense, and I think it you know it gives him a chance to continue to grow and be super productive. Do you think he's better served rushing from the edge or or, or from the uh, from like the, from the middle of the line, like the a gap? <clears throat> I, I think it's um, I, I think that. The focus, really, for me, is the fact that he can do them both at a high level. So, mm-hmm. I, I think you need to utilize that. I, I just, uh, I've had a, a experience in my past with Clay Matthews that was exclusively an outside linebacker rusher, and then we got into an injury situation, and you know, put him in the, you know, he's, he played the Mike linebacker for I think almost a year and a half, and uh, I thought his production was so much more 
from a, the dull, you know, roll going back and forth because, you know, it creates a targeting issue uh, for the offense. And, you know, they always got to be aware where Mike is going to be located. So uh, I think just taking advantage of his ability to do both is the, is the focus. All right, Coach, my dumb question of the week has to do with these calf injuries. Uh, do you Have you found throughout your career that, like, a certain type of injury – uh, creeps up for this year or that year, uh, and and do you pay any attention to that? Like, why are calf injuries happening, or whether it's something else uh, in another year where you've been coaching a, a rash of injuries like this? Does it become a trend for some reason? Uh, it can be. I think it's very important to watch the patterns. Uh, you know, more, more more specifically, you have to look at the injury and look at all the things that led up to the injury. Um, you know, you know where the injury happened as far as the you know pat you know movement pattern, uh, you know, what the athlete was doing at that particular time. So I, I think you have to look at all the, you know, all the characteristics and, and, and make a sound decision. Uh, but yeah, when you, when you do put them on a list and you get a bunch of calf injuries, you know, in a row, it, it, it I, I have seen that happen before. There's, you know, I think the trainers would, would talk to you about, you know, seen sometimes to be an, an injury of the year, just, you know, but, you know, I think this, these are trends that you have to pay attention to, but you really have to break them down individually, so you don't, uh, you know, stay on top of what, because it really helps you in the in the rehab part of it too. So yeah, I, I, we've had a couple calves situations, but uh, I can't really sit here and tell you that one's been, you know, directly related to another. How are you feeling about Tyron's uh, status for Sunday? I'm sorry. How are you feeling about Tyron's status for Sunday? Uh, I'll say this: he uh, he did a lot more in the rehab yesterday. Uh, Component he did, he did did some field work so we'll see where he is today. If, I mean if he doesn't practice uh, Saturday he will not be available for Sunday. Coach, you gave us uh, a very interesting uh, analogy that uh, came true for Terrence Steele uh, switching <laughs> from right to left tackle. Uh, what what was your evaluation uh, of Steele in, in the game that he had, and uh, you know how much more help may you have to give him if if he struggles like he did on Sunday at times. I, I just think you you know another week of uh, work over there will help him. I mean, he, you know the the biggest challenge is, uh, that he had was in the pass protection, which does, you know there's no surprise. You know, that's that's probably the hardest part of making that switch uh, from right tackle to left tackle. So you know, I'm, I'm confident that with another week of work over there, that um, you know he'll, he'll definitely be more he'll, he'll play you know he'll play better this week. Coach, it looks like Michael Gallup is going to return. Just give us a refresher on his skill set and the things that Michael can do out there on the field and add to your already potent offense. You know, Michael has you know excellent ver- vertical vertical push in his routes. Very disciplined. Um, you know, he's he's probably our best contested catch receiver. Um, so you can just see the juice that he's you know, that he brings. The last you know two weeks, I thought he had a nice week last week, and uh, definitely looks to be. At 100 percent this week, uh, but you know, Michael's, you know, when he gets the ball in his hands. It's, you know, his numbers speak for himself. But you know, I, I really, I really love the discipline of you know how he plays, and he's very quarterback friendly. Mike McCarthy joining us here, 105 through the fan. A couple of players had said uh, over the last two weeks that there was, you know, some 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 bad practice days that they had as, as players. How as a coach do you kind of overcome that? Is that something that just you know you're going to deal with? Basically every year, anyway, it's human nature. Oh, not at all. I, I think you know. I think the biggest thing is, and you know, that's that's a big part of 
you know, how you regulate your practice structures. You know, it's, it's something I'm very open with them, you know, specifically what we're looking for. It's just the, the little things like pace of operation, you know, the tempo, because there's a, there's a conditioning component to every time you line up on the field. So I, I, I wouldn't categorize them as bad practices. They, they just weren't to the level of the standard that we had set probably weeks uh, three, three through five. So, um, you know, there's, there's statistical information that goes with that. Uh, there's obviously the video correction that goes with that. Uh, but, you know, it's just, just like anything, you create a standard of how you train. And, uh, you know, it just hasn't quite been to the standard that we had weeks three, three through five. And I think, you know, some of that, too, is your you got personnel changes and other guys coming in there, too. So, um, so far, so good. Uh, you know, I thought they had a, probably one of our better Thursday practices yesterday. So uh, the most important thing is the guys are on top of it. They're focusing on it and, and just, you know, working to keep the standard above the standard. Do you believe in 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 the maybe a little theory of good losses? You know, he told us he didn't. He he, he smacked me for the the, the bad practice. Bad theory practice a couple theory. Weeks ago. Do you believe in good losses? Uh, I I do not. I I think you can win and not play as good and get the same thing out of it <laughs> from my personal experience. But uh, it's about winning, and, and and that's something that may be cliche, but it's you know, you got to just make sure everything you do is about winning. And at the end of the day, you got to find ways to win on Sunday. I mean, it's uh, this NFL season is so long, you know, longer than ever this year, as we know, with the 17th game. And you know, at, at the end of it, you got to have as many wins as possible. So uh, you're going to have, you know, trials and tribulations, you know, injuries and ups and downs, and the ball doesn't bounce your way, and all those things. That that's that's the beauty of this game. So um, if you have a, you know, if you have a strict, true evaluation and correction process. Win and play bad is is, is uh, would be my preference. Coach Dak said he didn't like his footwork against Denver. He wasn't driving on his throws or sitting back, uh, sitting on his back leg. Is that is that a natural hangover from uh, the the calf issue he was dealing with? And was that a reason to kind of leave him out there at the end of that game in a blowout to get him back in in rhythm and trust himself more? I mean, it could be. Uh, you know, I, I think you know just. Visiting with Dak last night and and talking about you know the week's work and and just the emphasis of getting back to doing all the quarterback school drills you know uh, he, he was not at a hundred percent as as far as what we let him do you know uh, last week against Denver so you know and, he, and just the you know and that's just the way he's 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 wired and focused you know, he, he knows he needs it and um, so. He, you know he's feel, he's feeling great this week and just the fact that you know he was able to take the full a full load of the footwork drills and so forth. So, but I, I just think you're, it's an example of him and just, you know, how, how, how important it is and how in tune he is with his, with his training and his fundamentals. Mike McCarthy joining us here on the fan, Matt Ryan. He, uh, what does he have left? Uh, you think from what you've evaluated from him on tape, uh, we, we forget about him because the team hasn't been that competitive over the last couple of years from a playoff standpoint. What does he have left? Well, you can see his, his experience in ball placement. Uh, you know, the, the, his instincts and awareness are very high. Obviously, he's played a lot of football. Uh, you can see he's now comfortable in this new offense. You know, he's been through a number of offenses uh, in his time in Atlanta. So, um, you know, he's going to have really good command of, of other offense. And, you know, you're not going to form a whole lot um, you know, defensively, you know, as far as scheme. But, um, you know, it uh, still throws a ball. Very effectively, and you know he's got some he's got some really good weapons, and 
uh, I've been impressed with their offense. One of those weapons is Kyle Pitts. How have you evaluated him on tape? What's he look like? Uh, just the same way we look when we come out of Florida. I mean, he's he's a super talented young man. Uh, you know, they're doing a good job of getting getting him the football. You can see him really really shows up in the situational work. Uh, but you know, we're he's you have to treat him like a receiver. He doesn't play in line a whole lot. Uh, so uh, definitely a matchup focus for us. Mike McCarthy here on your home of America's team, 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. It's Cowboys-Falcons, 9 a.m. pregame kickoff at noon. Your first reaction, what you said or what you thought when you heard that the Rams, every week we have you on, the Rams are adding someone else, this time Odell Beckham. How how do you view that, Coach, as another team you're going up against at the top of the NFC? Well, uh, I have great respect for Odell. Just uh, love the way he plays, you know, just – you know, I had, had a chance to, you know, compete against them both in New York and Cleveland. So uh, I think it's a excellent addition for the Rams. I mean, you got to give them credit. Um, you know, and I think, uh, like anything in this league, you, you just keep looking at all the, the scenarios. And, um, you know, they obviously have added two outstanding football players the last two weeks. So it's all part of the challenge of the NFL. Last one uh, on Sunday. Uh, there was a very famous person uh, on the sidelines for the salute to service. The Undertaker mm. uh, also joined our show. Did you know who The Undertaker was? And at any point in your life, have you been a wrestling fan? Um, definitely knew who The Undertaker was. Absolutely. In <laughs> uh, you know my wrestling days go back to you know the seventies. You know Bruno San Martino and jumping Johnny DeFazio, George the Animal Steel. So. Um, <laughs> That that's that was probably one the, the peak of my wrestling interest. Did you ever try uh, to yeah. ride a turnbuckle? No, uh, the green tongue of the turnbuckle. Now that was that was unique, especially back in those days. <laughs> uh, Coach, thank you again for the time. Happy birthday, fellow Scorpio! Best of luck on Sunday against Atlanta. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Have a good weekend.